Well, we're about to try something new. It's the podcast, the Carmen Suricillo Show, with just Carmen Suricillo for now. I mean, this could turn into something amazing, or it could go to shit so fast and so quick. But, you know, you're never going to know until you try something. So what we're doing here now is basically trying to cut out the middlemen. No other people, no other middle people, no other end people, just the originator, me, talking about whatever, you know, whatever this, I decide, this is what I usually do anyway. Stuff comes into my head, I talk about it, I never had a format. I think that if you're going to be entertained, you know, you might as well go with somebody who doesn't know what the hell's coming out of his mouth. Why go with a guy with an outline? You know, why go with someone who spent so much time working on his podcast, he wanted to make it perfect? How about a guy who likes imperfection and fucking up and, you know, maybe going down the toilet? Isn't that a fun ride? You don't want, everything's got to be pretty. Is that what you want? Everything's got to be pretty for you. Well, maybe some things are not pretty. You know, maybe there's a guy on the second story of a condo in a suburb of Ohio that's sitting on an old Ethan Allen dark wood dining room set. Instead of being in Florida around sunshine and trees and pools and, and other comedians, maybe he's, maybe he's in a hole. How about listening to something from a guy in a hole? Yeah. You know, guys in holes are desperate. You know, guys in holes will try harder because they have to. They got to get out of the hole. And I think that's what's happening. I have to get out of my hole, which number one is, let's get back on that podcast horse and talk. And, um, you know, then we'll see, you know, what comes after that. You first got to get in the car and you start driving it. And then you decide, am I going to stay in the lane or... Am I going to speed? Am I going to not stop driving? What if I just keep going? You know, maybe never get out of the car. I guess I got to get gas every so often. I feel like I need gas right now, but I don't. I don't need any gas. I'm ready. I've, look, this is what I've been doing. I've been making, making a lot of comedy on stage. That's what we call it, making comedy on stage. It used to be called stand-up. I call it making comedy on stage. It's a longer definition, much more detailed than just stand-up. I make comedy on stage. And I've been making videos, going out there with, uh, I've been doing, I'm going back to my roots. I'm hanging out with my cousin Frankie, which, you know, you go into a job site with him, it's very serious. And once these guys are a little bit into the job and they know what they're doing and the materials are all down and they're, they're starting to get the job finished. Then they might joke around, but don't do not fuck around with these guys in the beginning. Don't play with them too much. And it's hard for me because immediately I like to play, you know, I like to play right off the bat. Even if I don't know you, I like to play right off the bat, which also could lead to a, a, a quick confrontation which it sometimes does, or it could lead to soulmate people. You know, people that you go, oh, this guy or this person. I got to say guy. I have my soulmate girl, but my soulmate, and I have, look, the, the way I'm using this term is wrong. Okay, let's just back up here. It's not a soulmate. It's somebody that you connect right away with. You go, oh, this guy's cool. This guy can handle it. That's what I'm trying to say. This guy can handle my shit because it is shit, really. If you don't think you're spewing shit, 
then see, you're not the person for me because everybody's spewing shit. Your shit is no better than my shit. Oh, because you're a mortgage broker or you're a lawyer? What you say is more important than what I say? No, no, no. My stuff is just as important as your stuff. I choose to talk about nothing. Don't you understand that? Because there's too much talk about something. And everybody thinks that something is so friggin' important. Yes, we have some important some things. But most of the shit that we talk about is about nothing. Get with it, everybody. Get real. Get honest with yourself. That Look at your day. Go break it down. Why don't you record yourself like I'm doing right now? Yeah. There's a guy in a hole sitting at a table in a suburb in Ohio challenging you to go ahead and record yourself and you decide whether you are saying something, something amazing every moment. By the way, you might have a few moments out of your entire day where, yeah, it was kind of important. It was kind of important. I was bleeding and I need to say something about it so I can get a Band-Aid. I get that. Health, fine, important. I needed to feed my kid, so I had to go get a job, so I had to say something that got me to Yes, I get that, but I'm saying, in general, everybody, so important, what they're saying, so concerned about themselves. You know, I've been saying this to my wife in the last uh, few weeks now because I'm starting to get aggravated again with everybody about, well, it's my allergy and my gluten and my service dog, and this is my truth, I'm like, oh, God. They said in the 80s that it was the me generation. This is the me, 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 me generation constantly talking about you. What if you just sat back and didn't talk about you for just a little bit? Wouldn't that be good? Wouldn't that be good if you weren't so quick to get offended? I said something like that yesterday to somebody. I go, don't get offended, would you please? I can get offended if I want to. Ugh. That's not what I meant. I, I, was, I, I wasn't going to offend you. What I was saying, like, please stop being offended by everything. Just let's try to listen and not take it literally and too seriously. Because you're, you're driving me nuts. So I think I'm the counterbalance to everything else that's being said that's so serious. Here comes me with a unprepared podcast while you're driving to work. So you could go say something important, I guess. Go ahead, go, clerk of courts. Go ahead, Mr. Mayor. Go ahead, doctor. Go ahead. Whoever you are, and it's you're so fucking important, at least play me on your radio, right? While you're going to your important little task. So maybe, maybe you could be entertained. That's all I'm trying to do. I mean, I, I really don't think what I have to say is super important. This is a, I bring nothing to the table. <laughs> How about that? I bring nothing, and I admit it. And I hope that you need sometimes in your life nothing, right? That's what I'm hoping for. You know, you go to a park and some fucking guy is playing his music loud and he's ruining the nothing. He's ruining, you just came there for a experience of zero. And this motherfucker brings a radio and is blasting his shit. Damn it. See, that's what I'm trying to do for you right now. This is the podcast of nothing where... I don't, I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm not trying to be. I'm not fucking uh, some person sitting in Congress. I wish I knew one of their names. I, I don't even really know. Trey Gowdy, I think I saw him last night on TV. Briefly, because I don't watch much TV. You know, I, I think what has happened to me is I, was, I am 
Okay, let me admit to you. I'm super knowledgeable <laughs> about a lot of stuff. But I choose now not to be. Purposely pulling myself away from the knowledge. Because what happened was, they tricked us all. They tricked us by pretending that they cared and by pretending to give us information that we thought we needed. And then it was too late. They pulled that fire. We were all standing on the rug. We were all standing on the rug and they yanked it. They yanked it. Right? And now I'm trying not to stand on their rug. It's really hard to do. I think that's why I'm in a suburb in Ohio in a hole doing a nothing podcast because I am trying so hard to be nothing, to not matter. You know, I don't want to matter too much. I want to matter for purposes of sheer enjoyment and pleasure. That's it. I was going to go to the casino tonight and I thought, all right, let's, let's buckle down. All right, Kelly's not here. She went to the mall to get a dress for a wedding. See, noise. More noise, 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 noise. I I was going to go to the casino to block. See, that's the only place I could really take myself away from everything. It's dark. Yeah, you lose money, um, but it's you and nothing, right? And it is another rug that you're standing on. They're about to pull the fucking rug from underneath you, you know, as soon as you got enough money in that machine. So it is kind of an endless trap of traps. Like you get out of one trap and you don't realize you're stepping on another trap. But maybe this trap is less painful. So I was going to go. I was going to go to the casino. And I thought, no. Let's think about what we have to do. I've been on the road for a while. Entertaining. Having a decent time out there. Doing stand-up. Writing new material. Just entertaining. Again. Don't pay attention to my stuff. It's not serious. I'm not Bill Burr. I'm not Louis C.K. I'm not... Someone is trying to make a statement about society. I don't fucking care to. You know, it's almost too painful to visit. So my material right now is really about me taking everything personal. I take it all. Everything is, it's funny because now I'm small and I believe everyone's, you know, coming at me. Uh, so one of my friends said this, my new comedy special should be called microaggressions, which is you know, a millennial term, which is kind of ironic because a lot of this shit stems from this millennial younger people movement and their push for the future, which is going to fuck up the future. You know, I'm just aggravated with all that. And I talk a little bit about it, but not too much, not too much, you know, because am I right? Maybe on some things. Are they right about some things? Yeah. But I don't really, really, really want to get into it because guess what? I can't do much about it, and they can't. They just don't realize that. They just don't realize it. You have to reach my age to be able to look back and go, oh, so it didn't matter anyway what the fuck I said or did. None of that mattered, right? It just doesn't matter. What matters is I survived. I'm still here. I'm able to now bring, hopefully, some... Joy. That's what I, oh yeah, that's what I want to do. I'm a joy bringer. I want to bring you joy while you're listening to the podcast. You know, if you're at the gym right now and you're on one of those Stairmasters, this is what I do. 
you know, I put on a podcast. I've been listening to a lot of, a lot of Kill Tony, which it's a nothing podcast. It's a beautiful nothing podcast. It's stupid. It's uh, immature. It's mocking. It's it doesn't matter. It's not going to change the Federal Reserve's mind about interest rates. That's the greatest thing. See, that's the shit I don't care about too much anymore. I know you have to. I, 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 please, you care. I'm just, I'm saying I don't care, but I need you to care, right? I need millions of people to care so I don't care. I'm glad you care. Please continue to care so I can step back and go, well, they're doing all the work. You know, they're going to do all the heavy work. I'll be here for entertainment. If you guys get bored of lifting shit, just turn the other way and I'll do a little jig. I'll do a little dance. I'll tell you a story. Uh, I'll get you coffee, okay? Because I don't think my mind is equipped to take on the pressure of the the nonstop, boring, um, droning on that people will do, by the way. Oh, God. I don't know how some people just talk. They say ad infinitum. It's not a word I'd like to use. I happen to know it. I told you I know shit. <laughs> I do know things. I don't... I think it's dumb now. After all these years of knowing things, and then what happens is they teach you things so you could throw things in people's faces. I'm not trying to throw ad infinitum into your face. Even though I could. You, you, you hear that. I have the, the capacity to give you a complete thesaurus worth of words on this podcast that I can choose from the Rolodex of my brain. I have all kinds of stuff, but I'd rather dumb it down for me, not for you. You're smart. I'm not saying you're dumb. Oh, why don't you take it personally, everybody? I'm not saying you're dumb. I'm saying I want to be dumb-mer. I want to be uh, naiver. I want to be less informed because my brain hurts. Now, if you're 30 and you haven't dealt with all this, yeah, please continue to think and uh, come up with ideas that you believe it will help the earth and do your labor and make your money and buy your house and wash your car and cut your grass. Do all that for me, please, because I've done it. And I just now I'm, I just want to watch you through my window, which I, I do quite a bit. I'm on the second story right now looking down at the neighbor, which three months ago, two months ago, I didn't have that many neighbors. I lived on a one-acre property. I sold it in Florida. I just went out. I wanted out of the work. I wanted out of the gutters. I wanted out of the roof, out of the pavers. I wanted out of the five toilets I had in that house. I wanted out. It was just me and my wife. We did it. Like I said, 30, go do it. Go back to the big house. Go buy the big house. Pay the big money to a guy like me. Thank you. And get two dogs. Have some babies. And now let me watch from the upper story condo window of all of you working. Because that's all we got now at this age. You know, I, I turned 60 this year, and this is the age now where I've noticed it's starting to deteriorate. Shit's deteriorating, right? Oh, my collarbone's killing me. Remind me, you know, with one of your comments, maybe later on, you could say, hey, Karen, why don't you talk about what happened with your collarbone? Why don't you talk about uh, what happened with your move from Florida? These are major events this year. 
Why don't you talk about, uh, what else? Your daughter moving out of Manhattan. That's going to be a big deal because now she's come with us for a couple, who knows, months. That changes that dynamic. You know that, folks? Uh, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying these are the changes. I'm in Ohio versus Florida. Um, I'm back on construction sites filming. Because, you know, you think I want to end up getting... Uh, impaled by a piece of uh, re-rod, rebar? No, I do not want to get impaled. So stay away from the rebar or cap it. Um, so, I, you know, just remind me later on because I will veer. I'm veering right now. You know, what, we, what we've been talking about, I, see, I don't have Mike here anymore. Mike used to say, I go, Mike, what the fuck was I talking about? And he would bring me back on track when he wasn't high because Mike smoked, you know, a little bit on, on, on the pod, which maybe I should do that. Maybe I should get super, super stoned. But I always said, I am. <laughs> you know, you can't you can't be 60 and and choose not to be interested or involved unless there's something going on, right? There's something going on. I I'm not high, I'm not drunk, I'm consciously I don't know what is it? Is it a conscious high? I'm consciously, naturally Hi, on the idea of I've escaped. Ooh, I like that. I've escaped. That's what this podcast should be called. Maybe I'll title it that. I've escaped from where you are right now. Where are you at? You at work? See? If you're at work listening to this podcast, I don't know how the guys are making money with employees like you. Get back to work. Listen to my podcast on the way from home. On the way to home, then you can listen. Okay? Oh, did you get offended by that? I'm sorry. I need you to work. What did I tell you? I need people to make sure they do their jobs. Because if the world starts collapsing, yes, I'll, I'll come back. Okay? Let me make that promise to you. That if I see shit going bad, which, you know, I do my part. Like there's a, a lady down the street. She's, I don't know, 80 or maybe older. And she leaves her garage door open. I tell her. Hey, you left your garage door open. I We call her. We shut the garage door. See, when shit falls apart, I still will step in. So it's not that you can't count on me. It's what I'm saying is I kind of did a lot. And I'm just asking you now, 30, 40, 50-year-old people, please don't give up yet. Right? Maybe when you're double nickels. Maybe when Social Security sends you that first uh, do you want to take it or do you not want to take it and, and wait for, I don't know, wait for it all to be gone. That's that's the big joke, right? It's all going to be gone. I don't subscribe to that. I think there's going to be a little bit. But again, I don't know and I don't want to talk about that. What I want to talk about is making sure that you're having a good time, right? Some of the stuff that happens in the world that they keep filling your brain with, my God, quit paying attention to it. Let's start watching stuff that's a little more interesting. You know, what have I done? What have I done? Okay, let's see. I had ice cream today. <sighs> Pistachio nut. Now, let me tell you something. Don't waste your time getting crappy ice cream. If you're going to put that kind of calories in your body, go get the pistachio nut with the nuts, chock full of nuts, and maybe... Here's what I should have, I didn't have to do it this time. Go get some extra pistachios. Put them in there. Now, that's not really your job, right? Again, 
I don't want to have to fucking put more cheese on my Cheetos. There better be enough cheese. There better be enough pistachio nuts and that pistachio ice cream. And there was today. It was amazing. And we had pistachio nut ice cream. We had pistachio cake. We had apple pie. We had Hawaiian Delight, which is a soft white cake with a little bit of custard filling and a little mandarin orange pineapple walnuts on top, cream on top, a little cream. And uh, what else did we have? Some some pastry puffs. This was a combination of desserts for my aunt, my mother, my wife, and some coffee. This was maybe three hours ago. So that was my that was my main main deal today. This dessert thing, and then it haunts me, right? Because that ice cream's in the fridge, and Kelly went and got. She's getting that dress, like I said, for the wedding. And now I'm all just fucking thinking. First I thought casino, and then I thought. Oh, wait, we got the pistachio ice cream last. So I ate that. Had that. Wasn't as good as it was in the beginning, you know, because I'm already full, and I'm just adding more on top of the garbage heap. So I should have waited. That's that's very tough. That delayed gratification, you know, could I just let that pistachio ice cream sit there for another, it could have been like 8 o'clock tonight would have been a good time. And then let it sit out starting at 7 o'clock. Let it get soft. And then start getting in there. But I didn't. I got greedy. I opened it. It was hard as a rock. And I'm fucking shoving that spoon there, trying to break it apart like it's ch- chunky. It wasn't chunky. It was supposed to be smooth. That's bad, okay? Don't follow my role on this. I'm giving you some solid advice here. You go get some ice cream, let it sit for a little bit, let it get soft, be patient with it, and don't overeat it. Don't overeat it. It's very tough. It's very tough to do. But if you can do it, I think you can master everything. If you could... <laughs> That's right. If you could do that, if you have, if you have the ability to delay your gratification on the simplest of things, you... Could be the master of everything because it's all this is is discipline right like this podcast is complete discipline you got to get the machine out start talking look understand that you're not going to be a perfect orator the entire way through i'm not and realize that it's going to be difficult and maybe this podcast won't get any listens at all it'll go down the fucking tube but what did I tell you in the beginning? It doesn't matter. Discipline is where it's at. Do it again and again, right? Why do you think my collarbone is killing me? Because of discipline. <laughs> I've been disciplined working out. I've worked out so fucking hard. It doesn't matter if you're going to eat pistachio ice cream. Oh, God. Doing that friggin' airdyne, then yoga, then going to the gym. But then you're going to sabotage yourself with a, I think it was a pint. It's like a pint of pistachio ice cream. It don't fucking matter how much exercise you're going to do. It doesn't matter. I've listened to enough podcasts, especially Vinny Tortorich. I think is how you say his name. The keto guy. Oh, man. I mean, it sounds easy. Eat meat. Don't eat ice cream. Well, when it comes down to it, ice cream tastes a lot better than meat and I don't know what it is it's very satisfying it's almost like a woman you know it's like meat is 
a fucking night of swinging a sledgehammer on a on a on firewood. It's not even a it's not even a maul. It's a it's a sledgehammer which doesn't split the wood. It just keeps slamming against it, and that's what meat is. Just chunks of meat and bacon. I had bacon today, and I had some ham, and uh, I ate a steak the other night. And yesterday it was a lot of meat, 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 and then fucking ice cream's like a woman soft and silky and smooth and man it just is very appealing you put that on your tongue and you're like oh what the fuck fuck me fuck losing weight forget keto i want ice cream yeah until you go put on your pants yeah then your pants your pants are the jail <laughs> pants are jails right you put the pants on and you try to stuff your your skin bag into the pants and the pants can't hold it can't contain you you're busting out of your own jail is that right is that a good analogy no because a jail is a horrible thing and you want to, you want the pants to fit so pants are more of your it's more of your limitations it's your it's your uh, pants are like your it's a, it is a confinement area because you've got to get in there. But you want that seal not to be broken. So it's kind of like you're leaking from your pants. <laughs> you know, it's like a house that is losing heat or air and you got to call in an energy specialist so you can, you know, make sure that everything is caulked and the window shut completely and the door needs to be sealed right. That's what pants a good set of pants locks around your body. And if you're leaking out of your pants, it's ugly. It's so ugly. I feel it right now. I feel like this little thing hanging over the top of my shorts. But there's no one to see it. See, if no one ever saw it, then I don't give a shit. But when you see a guy from a distance with a thing hanging over his shorts, <laughs> it's not pretty, right? It's not pretty. It's not pretty for a comedian to be on stage. I mean, that's, I guess, look, who, who am I? It's just my own opinion. I think comedy is better to be, you know, having a thing hanging over your pants. It's funnier. It makes you, uh, makes you more vulnerable. It makes you more easier to laugh at. Great choice in career. That I, you know, I gotta have. I gotta be the guy that you can laugh at. Look, he's little. He's balding. He's got a gut. He, uh, I'm better than he is. Ha! <laughs> <Let's laugh. laughs> Yeah, I do need mic. See, I'm losing my mind. Losing my mind trying to be the guy that's speaking and my own audience. Because you can't reply. That's the whole point of the podcast. That's the whole point of the podcast. What I need is a phone. So you, whoever you are, I used to get a lot of people from Australia listening. And uh, we were big for a while. I think it was uh, another country with a B. Can't think of that country's name, but just... It's not Belgium or Brazil, but we were big. We were ranked, um, but still no comments. And they, they never call in because we didn't have a phone number, which I guess that's the way to do it. Or you can call on the computer. I have no idea. Send me a text. Look, if you're listening, send me uh, an email. Carmen at constructioncomic.com. Let's use that one. Carmen at constructioncomic.com. If you're in Iowa, by the by the way, this week, Quad Cities, I should say, I'll be at the Speakeasy, Circa 21 Speakeasy, 
You should be really on my Facebook page or my Instagram, and then you could see all this stuff. I wouldn't have to say it on the podcast then. And it's kind of, this is the boring part. I don't want to do the boring part. Let's talk again. We're on ice cream and desserts instead of talking about the submarine. See? You see, that's what I do for you. You heard so much fucking mini submarine talk, you didn't hear any pistachio ice cream talk. That's why I'm here. Let's talk about some other things than what every other, everybody is talking about. All these news outlets and social media outlets, same shit over and over. And then there's a bunch of you who decide, oh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make memes about the submarine and other jokes about. <sighs> if you want to do comedy, comedy is supposed to be something that everyone could relate to. All right. Well, if everyone's doing the same relatable thing, we call that a hack. You know, you do the same joke that other people are doing, and it's just basic material. Everyone can almost guess the punchline before it even comes out. We call that a hack. Don't be a hack. Try to do what I'm doing right here. Talking without a script, in a hole, second story of a condo, suburb of Ohio. Changed my life. I changed my life. I was getting up every night in Florida, in the big house, about 3.30, taking a leak, touching the same spot on the wall, leaning over the toilet, not flushing the toilet because I, you know, I take about three leaks a night. So why wake my wife up? I always get up before she does and flush the toilet so she doesn't see that because she would not be happy. But anyway, you know, after week after week and year after year of the same touching of that wall. I said, I need a new wall to touch. I need a new place to take a leak. That's how simple it is. I found a new place to take a leak. And <laughs> I'm already bored. That's Is that ADD? I don't know because I don't believe in it. So if someone said to me, oh, you got ADD or ADHD, I'd be like, it doesn't exist. Okay, you, what exists is I probably did not work hard enough and I had too much sugar with the pistachio ice cream today and coffee and I'm probably a little jittery. That's why I'm acting this way. It's my own fault. It's my diet and my behavior. It's not a fucking disease. So uh, no, I will not take the victim wreath and wrap it around my head and go, you're right, <laughs> I need medication. No. I'm not doing it. What I'm going to do is blame myself like I do for everything else. It's my fault. You know why I would rather do that? Because I can fix it. See, if it's my fault, then I can say, all right, so you've been acting like an ass. Stop acting like an ass. And then it's over. But if I say I'm acting like an ass because of some external genetic problem, then I got no excuse to, to stop acting. I can just continually act like an ass, right? Yeah, I can just continue my ass ways and blame it on something that, oh, it's out of my control. It isn't out of my control. If this is all within my control. This is my fault. I'm going to stop my ass-making behavior, my sugar-eating behavior, my bored behavior, and figure out what I'm going to do with, with me. Right? Everyone wants to figure out what we're going to do with all these people that they think are doing right. Well, how about you just worry about you? How about you worry about you? 
How about go wash your car? I've seen so many cars easily could be just cleaned. That will give you a little hands-on activity. You know, that would take up a little bit of your, your day. Maybe if you worked on your cleaning of your car, cleaning of you, yourself, cleaning up of your own act, you wouldn't be so concerned with everybody else. Because I think that's what's happening. You are too concerned with me. I'm not saying me, believe me, because I'm a comedian. So if you were really concerned with me, like if everybody was really concerned with me, that's a benefit for me. Don't you understand? That means I'm going to get more bookings. That means I'm going to get more stage time, more attention. That's, that's a deeper-seated problem, by the way. <laughs> Why does Carmen need so much attention? Well, he, he's basically, because he's a comic, that's what he's saying. Whoever's a comedian, don't let them fool you, folks. All those comedians out there, me included, the reason we're a comedian, we need attention. Be honest. Let's just be honest, right? Something happened. People weren't listening to us. People were pushing us away. People were ignoring us. And we said, oh, no, what can I do? This ain't going to happen. Comedian, that's what happens. And there's other professions, too, believe me. I, I, I'm pretty sure that anybody, like a judge or a politician, there's so many friggin' occupations where people go, I'm finally getting the attention I deserve. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you don't see that, see, that's, that's a problem. That's the problem. I see it. I know I'm an attention whore. I, I have 100% understand that what I'm doing is trying to get people to look at me. I get that. And then I can dial it back and go, well, why are you doing that? But see, if I fix it now, which I don't want to fix it now because then I got to get a real job, you know, and, and be one of you, right? Because one of you who don't need attention and they're okay with your life, and are damn happy with touching that same wall in your in your bathroom for the next 30 years. That's really the dream. If you're someone who's okay with the nothing, which is, by the way, my podcast, if you're okay with the nothing, you're going to live a very happy, a great life. Yeah. Because you don't have to constantly seek something. See? Constantly seeking comedy, constantly seeking attention, constantly. It's like desperately seeking Susan. Remember that movie? The word desperate's in there. That's what, that's what basically happens with this type of profession. And if you don't get booked enough, you make podcasts, you make videos, you take shitty gig. You got to get out there so people can see you so you can get more work. It is an ugly side of comedy. You know, a guy like Seinfeld. Right, it's that's a whole different game. Eddie Murphy, Sam Kinison, even I wouldn't say Louis C.K. It took him a long time, but guys who got well known quickly did not have to deal with the I'm being rejected over a, over decades of time. Still, even while I'm trying to seek attention, that's even it's a it's a very weird place to be in, seeking the attention and then not getting the attention you want probably causes more mental anguish than I even understand. Uh, but if you are a, a, a guy who was seeking attention, got the attention right away, even at a young age, mostly at a young age, you, you got that satisfaction pretty quick. 
and didn't have to continually go out there and do things that even maybe you didn't want to do to get more attention. You were already on the catbird seat. You were already the king. The kings of comedy have really not felt the pain as the serfs of comedy. I'm a serf of comedy. I am the, the guy that has been slogging through the mud, right? looking at the kingdom, looking at the castle, trying to get over the moat. And maybe, see, there's a group of people in there, right, that you want to be your peers. You would hope that Bill Burr was your peer or Louis C.K. was your peer or uh, John Mulroney or whoever these guys, whoever the, the people who you respect are, right? And if you can't get in that, you, you're most likely never going to get in there. <laughs> it might take a toll on you. So remember, what I'm doing for you right now, let's recap this. I'm in a hole. I'm suffering, but it's for your entertainment, and it's about nothing, so you don't have to think about something. See, that's what I'm doing for you. I'm glad we brought this back. I'm glad the podcast is coming back. Okay, so I'm going to put this out tonight. If you like it, give me some attention. <laughs> Send me a comment, okay? Goodbye.